This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Circuit of Success, and thank you for joining me. You know, it's been said that success comes to those who wait, but I believe the opposite. I believe that it's earned with the right attitude, a great belief system, and action every single day. When you mix that in with faith, courage, discipline, and most importantly, a vision, that's when greatness happens. Now let's dive right in to this week's guest. Welcome to the Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland, and today we've got an entrepreneur, by the name of Jeff Martin. Jeff, what's going on, my man? I am hanging in there, brother. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You are out there in beautiful Baltimore, Maryland. I sit here in St. Louis. We're talking about the weather. We're talking about getting our golf clubs back out. Oh, soon. Coming. Coming, baby. It's coming. It's coming. So just like on every show, Jeff, we have our guest. Uh, just kind of let us know who you are, what's made you the man you are today. And, and I know that's a big question and, and uh, there's a lot in there. But uh, just kind of let our, let our listeners who may not know who Jeff Martin is, uh, who you are. Yeah, Jeff Martin is a uh, born and raised uh, in New York, which I say that because uh, I feel like that's where I got some of the fire uh, inside of me to, to never lose. Um, uh I guess the founder, I was going to say the CEO, but I'm just another worker. You know, I have 50 CEOs I got to manage um, of two staffing firms, the Jeffrey Agency. The more well-known one is the University Recruiters. And on top of that, uh, that's our bread and butter. uh, But we also do a a whole outlet of career coaching for those that, um, you know, nothing crazy, just a couple calls on, on really how to get back into the swing of things, whether it's someone out of work or, or someone that's been at the same company for 20 years and an holy cow, I don't even know how to go about finding a job anymore. So in Baltimore, we're nationwide. We're very, very lucky uh, to have some some massive clients. And, um, you know, I think uh, what's made me who I am is, is I could be down on both knees and you could be punching me left, right, left, right. I'm not going out. Uh, and, and that's really it, right? When you talk about entrepreneurship, I told someone today, I said, I'm just an athlete. My sport is business. Yep. Yeah. Um, so where did you get that from? I mean, were your parents fighters like that? I mean, obviously you don't just wake up and say, I can fight like that. So where do you think you got that? Yeah. You know what? It's interesting. I mean, parents were blue collar, so it was, uh, you know, but I grew up and, you know, food was on the table at 536 o'clock, right? Um, you know, my dad was a firefighter, so a little bit different. So I probably, you know, uh, I probably got a little bit of that f- from him. Um, but truth be told, I don't know. I think I was, I kind of was born with it. Obviously, like I said, I was born in New York. So, and in an area where everyone was grinding and working and parents were working hard, nothing was ever handed to any of us. There was no, here's your keys at 16 to your new car. Um, you know, and I, it's funny, I was very blue collar, but I lived in Westchester, which is one of the richest areas in the, in the country. So everyone around me was getting keys at 16, except for me. And I'll be (laughs) honest with you. That's what made me work harder. At right. 15 and 16, I had to ride a 10-speed to McDonald's to, to make your Egg McMuffins at 5 in the morning while my friends never had to work. And I think when I got to college and I went to school to play lacrosse and I gave that up because I was like, I just want to make money. And I started um, I started hustling school. I started making $20,000, $30,000 a summer as a college student, and that just never left. The taste of that success 
never went away. Um, but I think it was something I was just, I was born with, you know, it was just in me that, uh, if I wanted it, you know, while my friends had all their, uh, their new clothes and new cars, I had to go work for it. And that started at, you know, 15 years old. So a little bit of that rich dad, poor dad concept, right? You saw the hard work, you got to work for something, you got to want it, but then probably saw a vision. I would, I would take it right. I mean, you saw a vision for what life could be like if you worked hard and had a great business and, and could provide. Yeah. And the other thing that, that, I, that was given to me early is when you pay for your first, I don't know, I think I paid 1250 for a Ford Escort that had like two cylinders. Uh, <laughs> you take care of that baby. That's right. when, you're, when you're handed it, right, it could be a $50,000 truck, man, you know, it, it's not, it's not as important. So when I, when I was hustling and, you know, at McDonald's at 15 and literally had a job ever since, um, I respected that dollar, I think a little bit more than others. Cause I, cause I was, you know, I was blessed to get it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about, you know, I, I've saw something where you spoke about passion over money. Tell me about that. What's that mean? The passion over money. Yeah. I mean, obviously I get it. Our listeners yeah. get it, but from your perspective, I mean, you know, cause we can all be successful and go make a buck at something, but, but passion in my opinion, truly drives what makes people great. I think, you know, uh, and this might shock people in, in the beginning of a career, to me, it doesn't matter. Right. Cause you got to pay the bills. Yep. Right. But so I always, I, and I, I talked to so many through university recruiters, we placed 200 millennials last year. Right. So it, it's very much so I want to do this. I love this, but it's going to pay me 40, but this company is going to pay me 55 base. Right. And, yep. and to me, the money will always, I don't want to say run out, but your passion will never run out. So if you're going to chase that extra dollar, right, eventually you're either going to burn out, hate it, I had enough. And then you almost have to downshift and start over, right? Because I don't care who you are. If you switch jobs, it's not always parallel. Yep. So I'm very, uh, I'm very into letting people know that, now, sometimes it, sometimes they can't help it. Sometimes you have this extra 20 is me surviving. I get it. I'm not one of these freaks that are going to say, oh, you're crazy to do that. But, but when it comes down to it, if you can find that job that, that you wake up every day, and it's going to sound cheesy and cliche, but you're like, cool, you know, I'm ready to go at it again. Um, you know, I love coming to work. I, sometimes I hate the weekends. I want to get to work. Um, then you'll get through the down times a lot easier than, you know, my first gig. And I was there 13 years and I had a passion for it. I was in the mortgage business, but I'll tell you during the hard times, it was a lot harder for me to get off my knees than it is now when, when I just have, I've always had a passion for recruiting and staffing. So I just tell people, you know, I can't tell people what to do and where to go and, and how to live their life and what dollar means what, but just be careful because the money won't run out per se, but your, your, your fuse will run out, right? I'm bored. I'm sick of that. You know, where if you're doing something you absolutely love, you'll be behind a little bit, possibly on pay, but in the long run, you'll surpass by far what you would have made because you keep hopping jobs because you keep hating it and want to reset and start over. Yeah. Uh, and some people just don't think through it, you know, Five or ten thousand dollars after taxes, I get it, right? And everyone's different. That can be the difference of living. But but if it's not, your passion will get you there a lot quicker than you being burnt out and starting over every couple of years. 
Yeah, I could not agree more with that. I mean, I've experienced that even in my own life. And I think oh, yeah. for people that want to be that entrepreneur and, and chase something you're passionate about, that you're right, man. Because when you're getting kicked, you're getting hit in the head, like you said earlier, the passion's going to get you up and keep you fighting, right? That's it. I not mean, that's, what you, that's what gets you out of bed. That extra, you know, that extra, when you get to a certain level, right, even that extra 100 to 200 grand doesn't get you out of bed, right? If, you're, if you've made X amount of dollars, so at that point, and that's why I said in the beginning, it's hard to see it because like, oh, shit, I have no money in my bank. I'm two years out of school. I just want to start getting paid and buy a car. That runs out quick. And as you start getting paid, it's, you know, yeah, it's about the money, but I'm willing to give up a few bucks to be happy all day. Um, and it's honestly, it's different. Like you and I, when you're an entrepreneur, it's yours and you turn the lights on and you got 10 different, you know, I got 13 employees that I got to make payroll. It, it, then it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, right. Exactly. So let's talk about, you know, branding and, and what makes some people unique and some people not. I mean, I look at you, I look at, you know, your, your mentor, Gary V, right? Gary Vaynerchuk. And yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a guy that's just, he's crushing it. Right. So, so sure been around him. Talk to us what makes a, a Gary V type different than say everybody else out there in the world. Oh, man, that's a tricky one. Um, you know, I think uh, the first thing that, that makes him different is he understands that, uh, you know, when you're branding, and when he took me under, uh, you know, my first meeting with him is exactly a year ago, and I had no followers, and now, you know, I do a post and I get $5 million, And it goes back to him, and this is what makes him different, is he just keeps doing it. Right. So branding, uh, if you're branding yourself, right, and that's really going to be on LinkedIn and then you could use the Instagram stuff. Really branding yourself is to make, you know, no one really wants to follow a company. So what Gary did was that for the first time, he owns a company that does a couple hundred million, but he made himself the company. But he's really not. It's it's the 800 people behind him. Right. And that's what was different. Right. Everyone wants to brand their company, but it's not sexy. It's boring. Who wants to hear about your jobs, right? So what he did that no one else was doing, he said, screw it. I'm going to go out and I'm going to brand me, which is going to then funnel the $200 million that we do next year is going to be because of me. It's going to come through me. And he was just the first one out of the gate to say, you know what? I'm going to do things a little different. I'm going to put content out there. I'm going to look stupid in the beginning because I went through this. It's going to seem silly. I'm going to say stuff that no one gives a crap about. Right. I'm going to talk. I'm going to do a podcast that no one's going to listen to. And when I first met him, he said, don't stop. Don't stop. And that's all he would say is just, I, and I did it. And a year later, right, I got, you know, I get millions of views and followers. But then along the last year, I have all these friends that want to know how I did it. And I give it to them. Here's the blueprint for free. But 30 days later, they're out of stuff to say that, you know, they, they fade out. It's an everyday, all day thing. Right. Um, and, and it's hard because the people that know Gary now, it's hard to see what he was. You know, seven, eight years ago, he started his company. There was nothing. He had a pot. He had a, a wine show with five viewers. But what he did is he never stopped. Right. So that, that I guess that message is, is for anybody, entrepreneur or not, you just can't stop. And he did it. And he found a way to make himself the brand and then his companies behind him, which is right. pretty unique. And then and you're absolutely crushing it. Crushing it. Killing crushing. it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to see um, in April, 
I'm excited to hang out with uh, a guy by the name of Grant Cardone who's starting to do the same oh, yeah. thing. Yep. Right? Yeah, Grant, Grant's a huge real estate investor, and he also is, is one of the, the leading platforms for sales training, but now everyone just knows him. And because of him, he can go to Vegas and sell out 10,000 seats. That's what I couldn't believe, man, his 10X conference. It's because of him. If, if he didn't go out and brand himself as hard as he did for the last year, he would have had a couple hundred, maybe, uh, maybe a couple, maybe a thousand show up, right? But they went because of him and to see him. And then, of course, they knew what he was going to bring because that's just who he is. So that's in April. So I'm excited. I've, I've been, you know, and again, this goes back to Gary helping me brand. It's gotten me in front of some major people. And, you know, a year ago, I would never imagine that, ever. Yeah. So it's all about branding yourself to funnel the business through yourself, especially if I'm a financial advisor and I do a lot of financial advisor recruiting. You know, there's no one out there, right? You're doing it. Me, me, me. And eventually, all of a sudden, that person who wants to roll over their 401k or something's going to oh, you know what? Yeah. That guy here on the podcast all the time. Let me call him. Yep. Trust me. It'll, it'll happen. And you'll be like, oh, this works. No, it's happening. Absolutely. There I see it already even now. Yeah. That's awesome. So what do you think of the habits and rituals for people like yourself? I mean, what are the things or no miss every single day Jeff Martin's got to do? Or is it is it exercise? Is yeah. it, you know, I mean, what is it? I hate to probably sound like every other person that 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 you have on that's successful. And I'm a, a, a humble guy, so I'm not trying to go that route. But honestly, 445, that alarm goes off. And if I don't hit the gym, which, by the way, I say I missed twice this week. Daylight's throwing me off a little bit. <laughs> if I don't hit the gym, I and I'm in shape. I'm a you know. If I don't hit the gym, I feel like an utter loser for the entire day. Um, okay. I remember a guy took me aside when I first started my job, and I was a student athlete. And he said, "Jeff, you have two jobs. Your first job is to work out, right? If you just think it's a hobby, you'll miss it. That's your job. Um, and and I've never. I can't say I've never missed. I just said I missed. But but you know, five, six days a week, without a doubt, I'm working out. The other thing is the getting up early part, right? I'm not one of these guys that wake up at two or three, man, I need to sleep. Um, but even on vacation, right, sleeping until six, six thirty is late for me. And, and I want to get up and just crush the day. I'm eating lunch before the rest of the world's getting out of bed. Mm. Um, and I'm just ahead. And I believe in something that uh, there's a book out there called Eat the Frog, right? Oh, yeah. I get up, and before I hit the gym, right, I get to the gym around 5.15. I do my 30 minutes of cardio, hour workout every day with the same guy, by the way, for 11 years. Uh, we hold each other accountable. And then before I get to the gym, while I'm putting on my sneakers, while I'm sitting on my stairs, it's the same thing every damn day, I respond to the, to the top most five emails that might have came through. Um, and I call it swallow the frog, eat the frog. It's I get rid of all the bad crap that's going to weigh me down before five in the morning even hits. If it's a bad email and I got to let someone down or bad news, I deal with it. And then I go to the gym. By the time I'm done, I've, I've you know, I've, I've forgotten forgot about, about it. it. Yeah. And what happens is too many people, they know they got to fire someone, let someone go, give someone bad news, you know, tell their boss something bad. But I'm going to do it at five o'clock. And what they don't realize, that shit's on your on your mind all day, even if you're not thinking about it. 
I eat that frog at 4.45 in the morning. Now, sometimes it has to be a phone call. I'll do it on the way to work. By the time I get out of my car at 8.15 to 8.30, right, 99.9% of the time, personal life too, all the crap is behind me and I got nothing but good stuff. And that is something that changed my life. Well, that's great advice too. I think so many times we want to, oh yeah, I'll get to that. We, right? We don't yeah. have the courage or whatever it is to, to get it. through with it. You got to, you got to eat it. Eat the food. And then my diet. Um, you know, it's funny. The guys in my office laugh at me. I, I do meal prep and I'm actually trying something new. I have a company that, that does it for me, puts ships, ships it here. Uh, it's all the whole week's laid out because I believe in, and you know, I did a post the other day that you can be the hardest worker in the world, the smartest, but if your mind and body aren't right, you'll never get to where you could truly get to, ever. Um, so besides the working out, it's eating right. Look, am I the guy that wants to go to a, a pub and eat a cheeseburger? I did exactly a week ago today. I was eating a cheeseburger. Uh, <laughs> but I can because the rest of the week, you know, I'm eating healthy. And I do believe that eating healthy fuels, you know, your brain and, and you're sharp. So those are the things. There's probably some things in business. Maybe the eat the frog is one, but the the working out is um, this is a marathon, right? I I'm yeah. in a marathon. I'm trying to build something big, not a sprint. And I got you know 20 more years left. I gotta, you know, we just talked about our age. I gotta, I, you know, I'm not getting younger. No, we're not. You no, know, so I gotta take care of it even more. That 20 years is coming quicker than we thought it would. Whew. Real quick. <laughs> so talk to us about, I mean, how about reading? Uh, are you a journal guy, business plan yeah. guy? Write it down. I mean, what about those things? Um, I could be better at writing stuff down. I got 10 notebooks on my desk. I write that I can't read what I wrote. Um, I am very into uh, books on uh, tapes, so audible books. Yep. Um, so every night I try. So I'd say four nights out of a week, if I'm being honest. I put the, uh, the, Bo the Bose noise cancellation on. I want everyone around me just out of it. And I hit the, uh, the book. And right now, it's I'm actually going uh, through the one thing, which is... Oh, yeah. J-Pub is on. Oh, God. Just, uh, it just teaches you one thing at a time. Stop taking on the world. So I'm definitely into that. Um, you know, if, if listening to a book every night, and I could do two a month. Um, and then I'm in the car. I have a hard time doing it um, at the gym. You know, I want to be pumped up. Right. But uh, I'm definitely a goal setter. And, and I'm, I'm maybe weird in the sense that I reset my goals weekly. Right. They have to be. But I'm very into the books, um, the leader, you know, the leadership, people that have built something because they're going to tell you all their mistakes. That's what's important. Right. Absolutely. So let's talk about fears for a minute. Uh, those you know, raging, uh, raving fans of the, the circuit of success podcast, they know we talk about this question. And so when you think about the fears you've put in your mind, has that been something that's been a major part of your life or have it, has it not played much of a role? Oh, it's every single day. Um, I lose more sleep than I think anyone in the world. Um, <laughs> to, and, and we're all in the same boat, right. just, just waking up. And even when things are good, they can be better. Right. So a hundred percent, Fear, you know, I said this to someone today. I don't know. Our whole, this whole world, right, is getting to where failing is okay. It's not okay to me, right? Failing is okay to me if at the end of the day you learn something from it, right? And this is just me. 
like I don't want to fail. So I have a fail or feel, you know, I have a fear of failing, but long-term, you know what I mean? Mistakes yep. and screwing up are good, but I don't want to make them. Right. So it's, it's, I know where I want to be in, in 15 years or sooner. And I just fear that every day another roadblock sets me back and, um, you know, it's real. Yeah, I'm with you on that because so many times, I mean, I, I read all these books every day and, and I, I post my readings every single day. You've probably seen it on social media. And, yeah. and, and so it, it's like it is. It's like it's becoming cool to fail. But I, I have that fear of failure, too. Right. Like everything's just going to stop tomorrow when it's not reality, but it's true. So yeah. my follow up question is always how many of the fears you put in your mind actually blew up to the magnitude you put them in your mind to be? I always, I always say it's never as bad and it's never as good as you think it is. Right? <laughs> that's right. That's um, right. You know, I can almost say none, right? Because I'm still here and we're still in business. Maybe one. You know, right now, I mean, fairly, I could say none, right? Because the, the real fear is you're out of business. And we're not close to that because we're kicking butt. But I could say from, from my goals, I'm way behind, if you want to reword this way, on a lot of them. Yeah. A lot. And all I could do, and see, and especially when you're an entrepreneur, right? You're paving your own path. Every day, something that you thought, all I'm doing is putting out fires and 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 knocking people out, right? It's just all day long. Um, so to to maybe your answer the question, um, I'm way behind on all my goals that I set every year. Right. But I think, too, yeah. to your point, I mean, it, they don't come true to the magnitude, right? It's just yeah. it doesn't really happen. But and I think to yeah. your point right there is I learned from a mentor early on in my career. There's really three ways you can you can um, compare yourself right to your past. So how yeah. is how is Jeff Martin doing to his past? How's he doing with his peers? Right. The other 40, 41 year old guys like us. How are we doing compared to our peers? But yeah. then. The third one and the one I think you're talking about is when you're so far behind your goals is how are you to your potential? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. those three P's past peers and potential. And I think for our listeners, right. If you can judge yourself against us, we just did that in a full firm meeting last week. Where are you at on those three things? It's huge, right? It's huge. Yeah, right? No, and, it is. And that, and that is how I do it. Now, you know what? I, I always say, show me your friends. I show you your future. Right. So, um, yeah, I just got off with a buddy, right? They're all very successful, but it's cyclical, right? So there's some years I'm on top, right? If you want to go W-2 pay raise wise, um, but, um, you know, just life wise and health, I look at the whole thing, but it's funny. I, I do that all the time. Where am I to the best year I ever had into the worst year? I don't really care about the worst year because that's gone, right? So where am I? How far am I off? from the best year I ever had in this business. I can't compare this when I ran a big finance firm. It doesn't make sense. Right. And and I do that, honestly, 10 times a day. Literally. Yeah. Um, I literally print out last year's numbers month to month, week to week, and say, where did I screw? Where are we going? Where, you know, why are we down? What am I doing wrong? And then I, then I try to figure it out. Sometimes you can't. Um, but to your point, I do that every single day. Yeah, the roller coaster of entrepreneurship, right? Some days you're gonna, well, not even some days. Some morning you're gonna take over the world. Then by like nine o'clock, you're gonna, you know, you're closing uh, the doors. And then by like I nine twenty, I swear to God, I closed twice yesterday. Yeah. and then this morning I was like, get ready to buy the jet. Right, uh, exactly. Oh you know, so, yeah, 
We're all, exactly. we're all in. We I get it, it, man. So how do you enjoy the journey though, man? That's, you know, those are some of the questions me and my buddies talk about and people that listen to this, we talk about is how do you enjoy the journey? It's a good question. Cause right now I'm having a hard time doing it because <laughs> there's, and, and I'll tell you why it's not a bad thing. I'm, I'm grateful. I have so many opportunities. I was talking to my friend in New York. Um, I saw her last week, actually, and I was like, you know, my biggest issue is, and this is a good thing. I have so many good things coming at me. Literally, people want to do a book. Can you do this? Can we do this show? You know, that's all good, but but in some ways it paralyzes you, right? So I'm actually I'm trying to enjoy more by thinking smaller. Right. One thing at a time. Let me conquer one thing at a time. Let me enjoy that moment of getting to number one doing this versus me trying to, you know, I had this post that went uh, viral. The whole world's calling me. I'm all over the country flying around and it's hard to enjoy that. Yeah. Right. Because you're just getting you're getting killed uh, in every direction. So, you know, I'm trying to. And this comes from the one book. uh, The one thing in the book is I'm having a hard time enjoying it because I'm so deep in the moment. Um, on the weekends, I really do my best to shut the phone off and disconnect. And that's where I get to sit back, take a breath this week, play golf with the guys and say, okay, I'm doing something pretty big. Um, but I, you know, this is just me. I'm having a hard time uh, enjoying it now just because we're so busy. That, that'll slow down and we'll get it on cruise control. And I'll be able to sit back and watch my team kick ass, yep. and that'll make me smile. Um, but right now, uh, you know, all I can do is be honest. I'm having a hard time enjoying it just because I think I'm taking on too much that I can handle. Yep. And I think too is, do you ever struggle with that? You know, when is it ever enough? Right. Exactly. That's that's the that's the point. The point is, how many things like these I love to do. These are easy. You know, we get on the phone in an hour, but. Hey, you know, I was in New York a week ago. I got to go back April, right? And that's all good because it's for Gary V, so I'll do anything. Um, but that's fun. But then someone sees me on Gary. They want me on their show. And then I start telling to myself, what am I getting out of this? So you know what? To answer your question, one thing I started doing about 40 days ago, I started saying no. Yep. No. Um, you know, how, And you probably get it too. Oh, yeah. I live on LinkedIn. I get a hundred people asking for free advice and help a day. And up until 40 days ago, I responded and took calls. And then I, by Friday would go by on 40 calls in, I didn't get anything done. Right. right. So now I just have to say no. And I'm not saying no, cause I'm rude. I'm saying no, because I got to get the one most important thing done first. Well, Hey, I'm glad my timing was right. Things you didn't say no. No, a podcast. I love <laughs> I love this stuff because right. it's quick, it's easy. Right. But when you have a hundred people, and I get it, and that's why I'm starting to do this coaching on a broader scale. It's like if you talk to every person that emails you, can we talk? You would never get work done. No, you're right. And and I screwed up. I took every single call, which, by the way, you can do when you're big enough that you don't have to work in the business. You know what I mean? Where you can just sit back, like Gary, right? Yeah. And when my last meeting with Gary, he's like, it's so fun for me because he's made it that 24 hours a day, I just work on branding, right? That's fun. That's better than selling. I can't wait to get there, but I'm not there yet. I have to be able to say, uh, you know what? I've gotten 10 emails this week. Are you sick? Are you okay? We haven't seen videos. And the honest truth is I'm just grinding to make a dollar right now. And I can't right. think about a video. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'll do one hey, tomorrow, but give, give me a minute. Have you read the book Essentialism? No. Is it good? Put it on the list, man. Everything okay. we just talked about, I'm, I'm going through it right now. So you can check out, uh, just go to my LinkedIn stuff. You'll see the last couple of days of post and, and okay, the, next, cool. the next couple of weeks will be that. So I'll read it for you and then you can just read my highlights. How's that? Uh, I belong to the um, mentor box where they send the book, then oh, they, yeah. send, they send the workbook and then they send the PDF. Uh, you know, you put it in your hard drive and it's the author just saying, look, you can read all 100 pages or here's 10 minutes what the book's about. I love yeah, that. I like it. Um, I like yeah, it. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. So uh, let's talk about the circuit of success real quick. And so let's talk about attitude. You hear that word attitude, what comes to mind? Positive um, to me. I'm huge on on attitude and culture for me and and positive attitude. Obviously, attitude can be bad. I believe that, um, and I see it, and I'm sure you do too, you know, people want to know why they don't have jobs and they're just freaking moping around like they're not alive, right? You've won the lot. If you're alive, you've won the lottery, like a billion to one. Yep. Just snap out of it and, and be happy. You know, <laughs> you can have a bad day. Things can be bad, but you're alive and you have another day. So I'm the biggest and fastest, quickest way to get fired from either one of my firms is to be a moper with a bad attitude. Yeah. I will get rid of you quicker than you can be my number one producer and I'll get rid of you versus the guy that hasn't put up or the girl that hasn't put up $1 in volume because they have a good attitude. I see them fighting. Yeah. Yeah. You can coach that stuff. Oh man. Huge on attitude. Huge. Let's talk about beliefs. What are those things core to, I mean, to your core that there's no way I can change your mind on this one. What are those beliefs? Ooh, that's a good one. I'm one of those guys that, uh, People could change my mind easily. I would, I'd have to say that I've have a lot of people and we talked about this. So I'm, I'm trying to find something else, but I can't, there's a new book out there and I'll email it to you. It's about screw, you know, stop following passion, follow what you're good at. And no one will change my mind on that one. And yeah. it's a book I read and I read it and he started changing my mind. I'm like, you know, <laughs> what wait a second. To, but, but it, but it made sense. It was like, look, if, if you're good at computers, but your passion is golf. Go make your money in computers. And, and you know, by the fifth chapter, I'm, like, I'm not reading this anymore because right. you, you, I'm not buying it because I'm just so that's one of them. Uh, there's probably a couple others that I totally believe. And I see every side that I'm a firm believer that if you go after and do what you love long term, just like the stock market, right? Not get right. rich quick, that you'll end up happier, more successful and more, you know, more money in the bank. Yeah. And it's one of those beliefs I had from a book John Gordon wrote, The Energy Bus, you know, uh, that years ago. And he talks about your basically, you know, your passion and energy must be greater than anyone and everyone else's doubt. Yeah, I believe that. And so to my core, that's one of the things I believe is, look, man, things you're doing right. You're going to have the naysayers, right? You're going to have people that oh, are like, what is this guy doing? Right. But your passion and energy is greater than that. And that's what I think our listeners, man, people that are they're trying to make a difference in the world, they want to make a difference in the world, just believe in themselves. So that's another one of mine. Belief in self, you can go out and make a difference, right? Absolutely. So then your actions, we talked about your actions, and so that's one of the circuits, and then ultimately it drives results in your life. So uh, what do you do for accountability? You spoke earlier about accountability with your workout partner. Anything else you're doing from a business standpoint? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I have a lot of things, right? I have daily goals, weekly goals. Yeah, my accountability is, is um, it's interesting. I'm, I'm, 
Uh, the opposite, a lot of people, I probably hold myself too accountable, right? Like I said, it's never as good as bad, but I'm constantly, every single night before I get out of here, um, I, I'm, I'm accounting, you know, did I get done what I put on my calendar last night to do? And if I didn't, how am I going to do it? And then how does that affect, how's that domino effect going to screw up the rest of my week? And then am I screwing up my month? So I'm, I'm, I wish I didn't do this so much. I'm, I'm, I'm looking myself in the mirror every freaking hour. Yeah. Um, which sometimes you have to, but sometimes you just got to let go and just, and just go. Yeah. I'm very true to myself. I think that's what makes me a good entrepreneur. You know, I, I know when I'm screwing up, you, you see these people that have businesses and I, and I feel for them where they just don't like kind of get it. There is no business there. You know, you see it on Shark Tank, right? Stop. What are you doing? Go out in the barn and shoot this thing, right? I'm able to like literally tell myself real quick, this isn't going to work. I screwed up. Move on, you know, versus put all my time and energy into it and, and then, you know, fail harder. And that's because I, I microed. I look at it every minute through the process that we're going through. I say you got three or four more questions here for you. So if I sure. could remove one barrier from your world right now that would just, you know, catapult you into that next realm of success for you, what, what is that? What's that look like? Well, the, the, your crew won't uh, understand this or, or anyone that's not in my world won't get it as much as I do. The interview processes of, of some of these companies, um, they just don't get that times have changed. And in 1995 or 2000, you know, you can put, and again, it's their company, but the market is so hot right now that if you feel like you have to put someone through a month and a half interview process, you'll never get that good person. And I guess I'm being selfish. This is just my business. Yeah. Um, people are so old school in how they do things and they can't get the, the best candidates because the best candidates are all going to these new startup VC back companies because they're rolling out the carpet and they're welcoming with open arms and it's a, a three interview process and you're hired. So it sounds kind of crazy, but we deal with a lot of clients that are just, they micro the process and I get it, but they're killing themselves. And as a recruiter in a company, the best people won't go there. So if you took that away, um, we'd explode, truth be told. That's a good answer. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's just that's just my world answer. I wish it could have relate to everyone else. No, that makes sense though. But I mean, even so our listeners, we have a lot of entrepreneurs and we have a lot of, you know, big business owners and stuff yeah, too. That maybe maybe those listeners or maybe those people doing that. So Killing uh, companies. Killing. I take I take your cell phone away from you. What's the one app I can't take away from you that you just I couldn't go on without it? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I like yeah, it. I shut I shut myself one off a lot. Today I came in, I put it in my desk drawer. I'm like, I don't need I don't need whoever's texting me and calling me, I don't give a shit. I don't play on the other stuff. LinkedIn is, you know, I go up there, I sit uh, I sit down with them once a month. I was on the phone with them twice today. Um, it's absolutely my world. Um, and, and again, to your listeners, that's how I make my living. I don't just it's not the networking, that's how I find the next person to go to the next role. Yep. So makes sense. Huge uh, LinkedIn. Okay, I give you ten million bucks. You can't pay off any debts if you have any. You can't invest it in normal traditional, you know, investments. Um, what are you doing with ten million bucks? I'm going to go invest in startups. Is yeah. that bad? No, that's perfect. So tell me more about that. 
you know, Shark Tank's my favorite show. Absolutely freaking love it. Actually, it's funny. When I met with Gary, he looked at me and I got it on video. He's like, you're going to be on Shark Tank one day. You just keep <laughs> doing what you're doing. And I loved it, right? I believe in America. I, 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 I love the fact that you see these stories. You can go from rags to riches. Unfortunately, you can go the other way just as quick. And I think that the number one issue in America, and I'm living it, I've been through it, is the banks are full of crap, right? And no one will give you a dollar. But if you go to a VC fund, which by the way, you got to pat them on the back, they're going to take 90% of your shit. So you're useless anyway. Right. Right. So I wish if I had that money, I would have my own little shark. I would go invest in companies that one, I, that I thought were great. You know what I mean? And I invest in people. Right. I always I, I get yeah. that from from Warren Buffett. So but I believe in it. Right. I but if you show me somebody and the product's good, but the people pushing the product are better. How much do you need? What's the other show? The profit where he goes in, buys it, fix it up. I like the show, but that's not me. I'm not coming in to fix it up. That's not my style. I want to hand the check, maybe mold you, help you. But I want to invest in the people. So when I write the check, I believe in you. You know, I can't wait to see this thing explode. Call me, you know, and I'm here for a call, but um, I want to invest in people. Yeah, it's kind of like Steve Jobs, right? Show people yeah. a vision and then get out of their way. I hire people. I don't hire people to tell them what to do. I'm never even 90% of the meetings. They're smarter than me. Right. I hire good people so we can all make money. And I would, I would invest in a lot more and I would explode my company to do some crazy things that, that you're going to see regardless that that no recruiting companies are doing besides my my good buddy Joe Mullins down in Florida who I got to meet last week that their people in this space are so old school that in the next 24 months they'll be out of business if they don't change um, and I love it because I figured out what it is but I would invest in people and good companies all right Jeff where can our listeners find more of you obviously LinkedIn Jeff Martin yeah yeah, I'm, I'm, I live on it. I do all my posting. I, I got to be honest, Instagram, I do it to do it. It's not, you know, it's not my thing. I got to do more of it. Um, but but LinkedIn, man, I do I do two videos a week and I put out content after content after content. That's where, you, that's where you're going to find me. All right, man. Well, awesome. Loved having you on the Circuit of Success podcast. It's been great having you. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, let's stay in touch. Absolutely. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.